Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to your pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants, additional terms, and fees apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Okay, this is So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. What do you think of the new theme song? That is very exciting. Um, Okay, so welcome to the very first episode of So Bad It's Good. Um... We'll get into what so bad it's good is this. I got so much to cover you guys, and it's been it's been a minute. So we've got so much to catch up on, and I'm sure some of you listening don't even know who the heck I am. So please forgive me if I act like you know who I am. Hey guys, I recorded this episode uh, last week, but I, I have to break into the first episode because um, major stuff happened this weekend that I do I feel bad if we release this pod this week uh, tomorrow Tuesday and we don't I didn't talk about one of the things that to me is blowing my mind right now can I say Mr. Joe Giudici from Real Housewives of New Giudici Giudici from Real Housewives of New of New Jersey got released from prison and I don't know if that's him you guys. Juicy Joe is not juicy at all anymore. He is skin and bones and I got to tell you like at first I was like, "Whoa, that's that looks really good." That's but then when there were different photos being shown, you guys got to go look at them. It's compare the before and after and it really scares me. He looks like he might be sick. It like his hairline, it changes everything. I think that might not even be him, you guys. They might have a fake Joe Giudici out there, but he got deported to Italy by ICE this weekend, and it was beautiful because he got to say hello to his daughters over FaceTime. Um, I am very curious what is going to happen uh, with him and uh, Tree. Hey, Tree. And I believe their relationship will be a big focus of this upcoming season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. But you guys, this prison diet between him and Mike's situation, the situation Sorrentino, they both came out looking great. I am legitimately thinking about killing somebody or robbing a bank or something because I cannot get rid of these love handles to save my life. Um, But my God, good for them for losing the weight. I mean, I thought you go to prison, you let things go, but these guys, like it really snapped them back into shape, except for Joe. Joe uh, looks like a zombie, the poor guy. I mean, I'm wondering how big he'll blow up. Like it just, you guys, I've, I had nightmares about the photos released of Joe Giudici. Like, uh, do you guys find that hot? Do you find him hot? Like, I mean, skinny, I guess, is okay. But, like, I like a little meat on my uh, my reality star, <laughs> my reality stars, you know? But good for them. I'm so proud. And and um, and Mike's situation, Sorrentino, I think I bring this up later. And What a hero. I'm actually, what a great redemption arc. Uh, Jax would be so lucky to have a redemption arc like that. 
And speaking of redemption arcs, the other cast member of Jersey Shore that needs one, that probably needs to go to prison so he can change his life around, is Mr. Ronnie. Ronnie is insane this past couple years, and uh, I just, it's uh, very disappointed in Ronnie. He needs to turn it all around. And also, I hate that new uh, 24, JWoww, who's, he doesn't look 24 first off, and the guy's in it for fame. He's not in it for the right reasons, you guys. Okay, I broke into this episode, the first episode. How dare I? Uh, but while I'm here, I do need to uh, talk about a couple pieces of information. Guys, I need you to rate and review this. Hopefully five stars. Be nice. Uh, be forgiving. You can always change your review later. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at so bad it's good 3 So bad it's good the number three. On Insta, we are so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. That's a long one. And Gmail, if you want to email me anything, it's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. That is a very long email address, but it should be easy to remember. Please email me with any questions that you have. I'm pretty open. I, there's a, only a couple things I won't talk about. Any, any, uh, Anything that you want to know, any reality show you want me to cover, any guests you want me to have on. I have had too much coffee this morning. Also, uh, the logo. I love our logo so much. It's by Chase Haverkern at Hello Harlot. H-E-L-L-O-H-A-R-L-O-T. I bring her up later in the show, but she was amazing and she has all these like awesome like uh, greeting cards and Real Housewives coloring books. So she is definitely worth a follow and a check out. Um, okay, back to the actual first episode. Sorry for this break in, but we needed to talk about how creepy Joe looks. Bye. Um, but we're going to be jumping all around. So let's see. How do we start here? Um, okay. So I, um, I actually have never done a solo uh, podcast. So this is a solo podcast. We're going to do this one solo today with a couple surprises. But most often we're going to have, and when I say we, I, I mean me. I'm just one of those jerks that refer to myself, plural. Um, we're going to have a lot of guests coming on. So many guests coming up. Next week, we have the, uh, the iconic Danny Pellegrino. Uh, he, I mean, truly iconic. Uh, we have Laura Marie Shainhalls coming up, Jackie Johnson coming up, um, uh, uh, Annabelle DeSisto, uh, Hannah Brown from Brown Eyed Unicorn, uh, Bravo Happy Hours, Megan O'Donnell, and some really, really, really fun surprises that if, if one happens, I'm... It's like a wish list thing for me. It's like a bucket list. If this happens, I'm going to die. So anyways, so much exciting stuff to happen. So please tell your friends to subscribe. Uh, so many commercials this first one. I just feel like I'm plugging the hell out of myself. It's so awkward. And I'm so excited to talk with all of them. But this one, I wanted to just be us. And um, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of State of the Union, explain who I am, explain what so bad it's good means to me hopefully what it means to you. Um, but anyways, I went over, um, I was really, I don't think you're supposed to admit this, but I was so nervous doing this and I've recorded some test pods because I went over and I, I asked, um, uh, one of the best podcasters out there, uh, Danny Pellegrino, who I'm sure you guys all know. If you don't, that's obviously you've been living under some rock or something, but I went over and talked to him cause I just wanted advice cause I was really nervous about doing this and didn't know if I should do this. And, and he was talking, I was saying, how, how do you get so good in even talking um, solo by yourself? And he said, uh, well, the first time I was kind of a mess. So I, um, I had a little bit of wine. So hats off to Danny. I am uh, in that spirit. I am blackout drunk right now. No, I am not. But I am actually having a nice spritzer from um, 
Uh, it's a Trader Joe's box wine. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Pinot Grigio. Now, when I say spritzers, my spritzer actually, my spritzer is Pinot Grigio box wine. And then, just to be classy, I, <laughs> I splash a little Diet 7-Up or Diet Sprite in there. And... Um, I don't know if that makes me trash or not, but I just, I like the taste of it. And then I squeeze a little bit of lime in it. So uh, that's a little, <laughs> I guess I'm a mixologist now, but uh, yeah, so I'm having a little spritzer and uh, I've got uh, a face mask on. So I'm, I'm ready to rock. I could just talk for hours. Um, so anyways, he told me he had a couple glasses of wine and it got him kind of comfortable and just practice makes perfect. And I've been doing these practice pods and I feel so goofy um, so finally, I just, I need to do this and this is going to be the podcast for better or worse for this first episode. And, uh, and then, like I said, next week we're getting right into guests. So how is everybody doing? What, I mean, it has really been a minute. It's been a couple months, um, since I've actually, uh, done a podcast. A lot of you guys might, if you're listening to this, might know me from realizing stuff with Kara and Ryan. Unfortunately, that is gone, and it was uh, the podcast itself was so fun, and and I really, I really didn't think I wanted to do another podcast after that. But um, I was speaking to my therapist. Actually, this sounds so goofy. Like you're actually speaking to your therapist about podcasts. Yes, and um, and I, I kind of, I did. I missed it. I missed it a lot. And what I missed. I'm going to watch reality shows and like stuff that is so bad it's good till the day I die. But what I did miss was the interaction with you guys, the listener. Um, so many of the people I met doing that podcast have actually like become friends. Um, I interact with so many people online still. So many people reach out to me about uh, the podcast and it was it was just really, really, really nice. And I think that's one of the great things that I love about reality shows is the, um, the community that it creates. And especially these podcasts, the community they create. I'm a fan of these podcasts. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of the listeners. So this has kind of been good. And it's something that I kind of, I, 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 I have to admit that I need in my life. So what I love about this is that we're going to try it. I'm not, you know, I want to think of this as like a clubhouse. If only five people listen on a weekly basis, that's awesome. Like, welcome five people. I want this to be something like it's just friends talking to friends. Um, I hope you're listening in a bathtub, in a car, um, uh, you know, on, uh, at, at the gym, anywhere. Um, because that's when I listen to my podcast. I actually don't take baths. That's a lie. I'm so sorry, you guys. So what is so bad it's good? Well, I think we know it's you know, a lot of the people that, I mean, my family or anybody that I, I kind of say that how much I love reality shows, they're always like, what? You like that? You like that? That's just so brainless. And I I disagree. Like, if you talk bad about reality shows, it's like you're talking bad about my family. Now, I can make fun of my family. I can make fun of the Kardashians. I can make fun of the Real Housewives. I can make fun of Jax Taylor. But if anybody else does it and they're not part of this club, I get livid. I'm like, fuck you. I will... I will kill for my family. So we can make fun of our family. Anybody else out there, we will cut you, right? But uh, I noticed in this last couple of years especially, there is so much hatred out there. There is so much hatred. It's like feels like such a weird time out there. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I guess go on Twitter. Twitter is like hate.com central. Uh, and I, I have a blast with it. But... 
there seems like so much hatred out there on everything, and I want to kind of try to put the hatred back on where it's where it belongs, which is this pop culture, this craziness, this I can't believe what I'm seeing out there in terms of reality shows and pop culture. I mean, these things are seared into our memories, and this is what I want to celebrate. I want to... I just, I mean, I want to just talk shit about all of this. This is what really, really gets me going. This is what I'm passionate about. And yeah, some people could say, hey, Ryan, that's that's really sad. You could actually go out and, you know, do real things. And I try to do real things from time to time. But basically what I love to do is I love to get a spritzer and I love to sit in front of my DVR and just go through Housewives, Below Deck, Vanderpump Rules, uh, um, pretty much any reality show I'm game for. So what is so bad it's good? Let me give you a couple of examples, okay? Come on be my baby tonight. Come on be my baby tonight. I've seen the way you've treated other thugs you've been with. Come on be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. Okay, so a lot of you younger listeners are not going to know maybe what the, where that's from, and that's first off so sad. So this is let this be a history lesson to everybody out there. Okay, this is from the year two thousand, the Real World New Orleans season. Um, now, my experience with reality shows goes all the way back, I guess, to like to the first season of The Real World when I was a little kid, and I remember just being like boggled, like, oh my god, this is real? And it's been amazing to see how reality shows have kind of uh, what they've become now. But I remember that first season of The Real World, they dealt with real issues, and it was, it was like this really intense thing, and I just couldn't look away. And it has evolved into such an, a crazy train wreck, apocalyptic, hysterical, gives you a view into different cultures, um, it, just everything. But this this clip was from the real world New Orleans. It was a character named, uh, his not a character, his actual name is David Broom. And what David was known, David was like just hugely muscular, really good looking black dude. And he, uh, you find out he's a musician. And one, one of the... <laughs> One of the uh, there's an episode where he he sings his he goes you like music I've got this song and he records himself I believe in the confessional by the way you cannot find this video clip Viacom has taken this all these clips down which sucks so bad like they've really tried to rewrite history and act like this doesn't exist but I found a copy of the actual song but. You're watching this season of New Orleans, and then all of a sudden, I remember when he's in front of the confessional. He's like, "Ba da da dee da da do, come on, be my baby tonight. Ah, come on, be my baby tonight. Ah, I've seen the way you treated other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight." And then you're like, "Okay, okay," but then he keeps singing the same verse over and over again. And come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. I've seen the way you treated other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. So, guys, that is burned into my memory. I can be walking down a street and it's, it's, <laughs> I'll start thinking about it and it really does make a day better. I mean, I, I dare you after listening to this podcast 
to not be humming. Da 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 dee da da do. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on. So that is so bad it's good, guys. That is so bad it's good. That is pop culture at its finest. That is something so bad, so hysterical, so cringeworthy that all of a sudden it becomes a separate art form, that it becomes good. Okay, second clip. Okay, so um, this one is probably a little more. Now we're catching up to not current day, but this is Real Housewives of New York, um, uber famous husband Simon Van Kempen. Um, this is his hit single, I Am Real. Um, I This is burned into my memory because uh, just he wore these red leather uh, shiny pants. And he, I mean, by the way, Alex McCord and Simon Van Kempen to me are. What an iconic housewives couple. I mean, with their their boys going to boarding school and just they brought such a such magical moments. I mean, uh, Alex's uh, scary island stuff. I mean, just how they how they bullied uh, Alex uh, season after season. I mean, you just watch somebody mentally break down on TV, which is just we always love when we see a good mental breakdown. Um, I believe every housewife from New York, especially, will break down at some point uh, mentally. But Simon was awesome. I loved. It's one of those things that you just, when you watch and you're just, your jaw drops and you're like, oh, you have to literally pinch your skin because you're like, is this a dream? Am I, am I still tethered to earth in some way? Because I can't imagine that somebody thinks that this was a good idea to put pen to paper or let somebody else put pen to paper and record this. And some of the lyrics in this, I think, are just eye-opening. I think they're amazing. Uh, Lennon McCartney, it's a throwback to, I believe. But um, uh, Simon said, I thought I Am Real is a fun song with lyrics that suit me to a T. It's cheeky and catchy and captures my four years on reality TV. So the lyrics on this include, uh, gold and diamonds glitter, but the taste is slightly bitter. When wives attack behind my back, they trash me on the Twitter. I mean... Guys, that's, I mean, can we ask more from our reality stars after this? I mean, he's giving us everything that we need. Um, So that is another so bad, it's good. I mean, that is jaw-droppingly horrible, and it becomes beautiful. Uh, Okay, and my final example, and this is something that we can all sing along to. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Countess speaking. You have arrived.
Of course, that is the one, the only, the Countess Luanne de Lesseps uh, with her hit single, Money Can't Buy You Class. Now, the lyrics for this are, Money Can't Buy You Class, Money Can't Buy You Class, Elegance is Learned, My Friends, Elegance is Learned, Oh Yeah, Money Can't Buy You Class, Money Can't Buy You Class, Elegance is Learned, My Friends, Elegance is Learned, How Many Men There Are That Forget to Hold the Door When I Give Them So Much More That They Can Im- When I Give Them So Much More than they can imagine. Money rich and manners poor. Never got the boys too far. Money talks, but I just walk when I can't stand it. And the primary mistake, texting on a date. If you make a lady wait, she'll take a pass. The lesson all should learn, even if there's cash to burn, respect yourself, because no one else can change your path. And if I want to leave anything with anybody out there, it's that. Respect yourself, because no one else can change your path. My God. You know, it's it's like an onion. The layers are there. We feel it. It's tingly. But in reality, it's um it's a fine song. It, it's what it is. But the surrounding hysteria but <laughs> around Countess Luann is is so bad it's good to me. And guys, it even she's you know, I'm sure half of you got people listening have been, but she does, she's she's a touring artist. I mean, she's touring more than the Grateful Dead at this point. And by the way, and if anybody's down, this is what I would love. I would love for this to get successful enough where we fucking, we do weird things where we, um, I would love, wouldn't you love to um, follow Countess Luann around like the Grateful Dead? And it reminds me actually when I tried to convince um, uh, Laura to let me um, tailgate Jackson Brittany's wedding in Kentucky at the castle. And I thought, oh, that'd be hysterical if I show up like and like with a tent and like a sign that's like Jackson Brittany, yay! And like try to interview people on the way in. Um, anyways, we'll get more to Jax in a bit. But Countess Luann is doing these tours, and I've seen her. <laughs> I've seen her twice live in the last two years. Now I haven't even seen my grandma that many times in the last two years, so that's sad on my part. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've seen her twice, and the first time was in like a really true cabaret setting in in Los Angeles, and um, it was star studded in terms of podcasters. Uh, Ron and Ben from uh, Ronnie and Ben from Watch What Crappens was there. Danny was there. Annabelle DeSisto was there. Molly McAleer was there. Ed Hansen was there. The Ramona Fax girls were there. I mean, it. I mean, it. This the 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 audience was lit. And it was one of those things. It was another one where I just, we were front row and it was like a dinner thing, like dinner theater where you ordered meals and drinks and it was very classy. And then Lou comes out and this, you know, Lou is supposedly a couple years ago was sober, but she seemed, um, how do you say it? Like, um, drunk allegedly. And, um, and what a show it was. And there were special guests. Jenny Poulos from Flipping Out was there, who I took a picture with and was very excited to meet. And um, she, it was just, it was, guys, she can't sing. We know that, right? That's not something nobody's listening going. Like, I like her as a vocalist. You know, this is not Adele. I mean, we're not even in Adele's, you know. Butler's territory like I mean she can't sing like it's one of those it's one of those it is so bad it's good because there's got to be people around her they're like Lou damn what a vocal like and um it's it's like when I used to do musical theater in high school and I was like okay I could do like a bass like uh but I couldn't like I would crack if I went lower in fact there's actually a funny story of 
I I was I was doing a high school talent show, and I, I don't know if any of you guys out there were in like musical um, show choir. Our show choir was called Step on Stage, and uh, we would wear these tuxedos, and um, <laughs> we would wear these tuxedos. By the way, I just looked around this desk, and I have my Sir Restaurant candle lit for good luck. I have a Trader Joe's vanilla pumpkin scented candle lit, and I have my House of Intuition success candle lit. So, so this is... This is bizarre. Okay, so anyways, I was in this thing called Step on Stage, and we had to do these, like, solos at talent shows, and my solo was the Billy Joel song, Always a Woman, and it goes, like, you know, she can kill with a smile, she can, and I I can barely, I kind of, like, I'm a bass, you know, baritone, and so there's a part in the song where it goes, and oh, she takes care of herself, but I can't, like, that's as good as I can get right now like right now um but i was so scared of uh, that i would crack on stage that i instead of going up i went i would go down so it would be like and oh she takes care of herself it was i don't know if that makes sense it was just horrible and i'm still made fun of it to this day by one of my best friends dusty because he's an asshole. Um, anyways, back to Countess Luann not being able to sing and the show. It was incredible to watch one of your heroes, and she is one of my heroes, um, go up on stage, really seems to enjoy herself. We seem to enjoy, we enjoyed the hell of it that night. And in fact, we all went and after partied at Sir afterwards, and that was the night I, DJ James Kennedy, was still uh, DJing on Saturday nights at Sir. And I went up to um, this guy's. This is just going to be all over the place. I hope you're just. I hope you're all right with that. So I remember going into Sir, and I, at the very end of the night, I was leaving. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just go get a picture with uh, DJ James Kennedy? Because if you know me, you know I love him, unironically and ironically. And I went up to him, and he was. He. I got to say, this was back when he was drinking, and uh, I think he's still not drinking. So shout out! Like he seems. Like, he's doing amazing. And I'm a huge fan of the uh, song Top Man. Top Man, he's a bad man, she said. Let me on your jet and I'll get you well fed. I got the king bed, royal blue sheets. She said she'll show me love, but she ain't no crew. What an amazing song. What an amazing vocal. Um, but that's actually so bad it's good. But actually, I think that's good, good, too. So anyways, I went up to him, and I said, hey, is it cool if I get a pick? And he goes, you're a producer, aren't you? Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you. I know you're a producer. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not a producer. I'm, I'm an actor. And I was like, I'm an acting teacher, actually. Like, I was just babbling like I am now. And uh, he... He goes, no, I've seen you over there all night making out with that girl. And I was, I, I can't do accents, you guys know that. Um, and I was not making out with any girl. In fact, I was with like a couple guys. And uh, I was like, no, no, I think, I think you have that mistaken. And he's like, no, you're a producer. And he's like, if you put me in your movie, I'll make you a billion dollars. And I was like, first off, that's, I mean, that's, I'm not a producer. But like, secondly, I don't think you, I mean, a billion dollars, that's huge. Uh, in terms of money, and uh, I was like, uh, no, I'm not a, and then I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm not a producer, I wish I was, because I would put you in a movie, and he's like, and he was like, 
do you have top knot? And I was like, no, 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 I do not. And he's like, and and he's like, come on, I know you have top knot. It's like, I truly do not have top knot. I wish I had top knot. And if I did have top knot, I would totally give it to you. But, and then I took like a lame photo, which by the way, I'm going to start a So Bad That's Good Instagram. Hopefully you guys will follow and I can put up some of my horrible adventures like the Countess Lou uh, clips and the me and DJ James Kennedy. Um, and it just, I live for experiences like that because you guys, if you know me, I get really nervous around who I, around these people. I get so nervous around these people. In fact, Oh God, I'm just jumping around so much. I hope you, but this is enjoyable. I think this is fun. I'm having fun. So we're just going to go with it. I, I get so nervous around these people because I like it so much. It means so much to me. I remember the first time I met um, Tom and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, and they really, they actually really are like the nicest people. I, they're just actually truly nice, good people. So I can't make fun of them too much. Um, I mean, Tom is just so enthusiastic. He's exactly who you see on the show, just enthusiasm through the roof. And it's, awe-inspired. I mean, I wish I could be that enthusiastic about anything besides watching TV, and I just I just have not found that in me yet. But um, I remember the first time um, Molly McAleer, who does Emotionally Broken Psychos, Please Advise, Mother May I Sleep With podcast, she invited me to his birthday years ago, and it was actually, it was I think the time when he had the, the long hair, and it was like a benefit for like teachers, and she invited me uh, to go with her, and I was never had met them. I was so excited, but so nervous. And I remember we we had like a pre drink and dinner, and then we walked over. And another thing about me is that I'm I'm what you call a sweater. I I sweat. I get really nervous really easily, but also I just sweat. Anyways, it's hot. Yeah, super super hot of me to admit. But we walked for like a mile from this place to the 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 place where the birthday was. And it was like a nice, enjoyable walk. And then, like right when we get upstairs, we get hit with a um, uh, one of the releases, um, you know, the uh, NDAs, the La La Coachella NDA, uh, and we have to sign it. So all of a sudden, it becomes real. I'm like, holy shit! I'm going to meet these people that I've been watching for years. But also, I uh, I might I might be on TV, and like that's like my body. I don't know if you guys, if this ever happens, your body, my body just turned to water. It was like all of a sudden, like I really am probably made of 80% water and I felt it at that moment and I had a sports jacket on and I was soaking through layers of not just one layer. I was like layers like it, it I, my Express for Men black shirt soaked. Then it went to my Express for Men black jacket. All of a sudden I was like, fuck, my jacket's wet too. What the fuck? And all of a sudden we get up there and all of a sudden Tom and Aria, Tom and Ariana are there. They are there. And Molly's like, hey, why don't you introduce my friend Ryan? He's a huge fan. And then I literally just, I kind of just ran. And she goes, oh, he's so fucking sweaty right now. That's crazy. Like, so she's like laughing about how sweaty I am. And I go and I try to towel myself off in the bathroom and it's not working. So I get back into the the party room and I hide over at uh, the bar and um, there were these tablecloths that, you know, you know, customers aren't supposed to mess around with. I just took a bunch of tablecloths and started, like, patting myself down like a fucking idiot. And then finally, I went over and, like, started talking to people again. And there is a picture of me, Tom, and Ariana, and Molly, and maybe some other people. And you can see I'm almost bent down. Like, I'm just kneeling down because Tom is trying to touch my back. And I don't want him to touch my back because it's soaked 
it's soaked through and it's like one of the most awkward I can't wait to show you guys this picture because you'll see it immediately where I'm trying to smile but you can just see the fear in my eyes anyways I live for events like that I always get nervous though but like it it always ends up for like somewhat good stories so anyways back to Countess <laughs> back to Countess Luann Okay, I saw Countess Luann the second time at the Will Turn just like a couple months ago. And I went with uh, a great crew of girls, uh, Shauna Green, Amanda uh, Hasica, um, uh, you know, just uh, Caitlin. Uh, we have this really good crew of reality show lovers that I, I do things with, and they're, they're great people. Um, and we went this time, and the Will Turn is a, a massive venue. It's way bigger than the the cabaret that I'd seen her in a year prior. And I was like, there's no way she's going to sell this out. But she did sell it out. And it's so funny. It just, we're all looking for these experiences to have together. This time was hysterical because it was just as bad in terms of performance. But it was almost the crowd was having such a good time that we were just talking over her. Like we were talking over Countess Luann the entire show. Like people were literally just having full conversations about the reality shows that they loved over the show. Like it was, she was background music for the main event, which was just all us like meeting in a group and like talking. Like we all, I mean, it was like, she went feeling Giovanni. We're like, yeah, feeling Giovanni. All right. And then we just went back to our conversations. Um, it was another incredible night. Um, so, that huge, long, rambling speech, that to me is so bad it's good. So we will actually, let me get to what we will be doing in this show. Uh, of course, we will be going through a lot of reality shows. We'll be touching on 90 Day Fiance. Guys, if you are, if you are asleep at the wheel on 90 Day Fiance... Oh my God, it's amazing. Um, it does lead me to... I think there should be a law. I would like to institute a law at some point where reality shows have to be real. 90 Day Fiance is this borders that line where it's like either so fake or so real. And whichever one of those it is, it's horrifying. You know, um, it's horrifying either of those options. Like if it's real, we are years away from the earth ending. If it's fake, um, what kind of sick mind even puts that together. But it is some of the most enjoyable TV that I've watched in a long time. The only thing that sucks about the 90 Day Fiancé franchise is that it is a franchise, it seems like. So there's 90 Day Fiancé. There's 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days. There's 90 Day Fiancé the other way. There's, like, offshoots of, like, characters. Uh, the family Chantel. Um, Chantal, no, nobody needs the family Chantel. We need, like, an uh, offshoot of... Uh, of uh, Michael and, and, and what's her Michael, Michael, I'm not going to eat no cake, Michael. What's her name? Why am I spending? Anyway, I'll, I'll fill that in later. But guys, do not, if you're not watching 90 Day Fiance, it is so good. So we're going to touch on a little bit of that. Uh, of course, we're going with the guests. We're going to be going, actually, I think Jackie Johnson, we're doing a very special Hills episode coming up, which I'm very excited about that. Actually, I saw Justin Bobby. I live off Melrose, and I saw him the other day, and I almost threw, like, one of my super, I almost admitted I drink double gulps. I almost threw my double gulp at him through my car, because I think he, the man is just trash. But he actually is still with that blonde girl from the Hills uh, that, that you saw this season, he was actually walking with her. And of course he was like wearing like four layers, like two leather jackets, a tucked in shirt, a bolo tie. It must take 50 minutes for 
fucking Justin Bobby to get out of the house. It's like how it's like how Johnny Depp or Lenny Kravitz dresses, like you know, but less successful. But it's always like, okay, time to put on the bracelets, and there's like an hour long, like which bracelet should I wear? And then it's like fifty necklaces, eyeliner, two hats, a bandana underneath the hats. Like how do these people get out of the house? Like I just put on some old navy clothes and go. You know, old navy, love you to be a sponsor at some point. Shout out old navy, old navy. Shout out old navy. Um, so yeah, guests are going to be coming on about certain episodes. Of course, Lara, we're going to talk about vendor pump rules. Um, but also there is, I want to, uh, I think if you guys know me, you know, I love a website called the daily mail, dailymail.com. I'm sure you guys, so it's, it's, it's a, a British, uh, website, but it's where I get all my news, which is just so sad on so many levels. This podcast should just be called sad, but, um, I love it so much because it has articles on reality shows. It has articles on um, uh, pop culture, you know, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, like everything you need in terms of pop culture in that sense. But it also has like politics, like Trump and all that shit. So like, it's sad. Like this is where I'm getting my news. So if I have like some kind of, you know what? The other thing that sucks about Daily Mail though is you, you know, you're like, you're, you're reading it, you're feeling good because you're ingesting information. And then all of a sudden you catch like 10 misspelled words in a row and you, it kind of just brings you back to earth. You're like, you're like, Oh, I'm a trusted news source, the daily mail. And then you're like, I can spell better than the daily mail. How does that even work? But, um, we're going to be doing a little thing called the Bailey mail. Uh, shout out to Caitlin who actually came up with that title. You're going to hear her later in the podcast for our night at Sir. But the Bailey Mail, where I'm going to pick uh, five or six articles, because they have like the most insane articles in the Daily Mail, like people cutting off penises, then you have reality show, you have mo- like, so it covers the gamut. So I'm going to pick out a bunch, and me and whichever guest I have that week, we're going to go over the Bailey Mail and kind of, uh, hopefully it spurs some great conversation. Um, so this is going to be reality shows. It's going to be pop culture uh, we will do deep dives on classic episodes. We will do segments on uh, reality shows that are out there. Um, I, you know, I know people want to. I've gotten so many people that reached out about my thoughts on Kardashians. I, you know, those guys are like family to me. Uh, they always will be. Uh, yeah, baby, it's me, Caitlin. Oh, did anybody see Caitlin um, at? Uh, Doing at the Alec Baldwin roast, it was hysterical because people were like just making fun of Caitlyn so hard, and you could just hear her in the background, like, "Yeah, good one, baby. Woo-hoo. I got boobies." Um, and it was amazing. We, I think, we might actually do a Caitlyn uh, segment next week in terms of uh, that roast because I just want you guys to hear the the roast and and her getting up and. Uh, Talking about how brave. She's like, I'm a brave lady. It it was fascinating. But, yeah, the Kardashians. I do actually still watch the Kardashians. I thought I I wouldn't, but then I actually did. I was like, what is my family up to? And I just watched that episode where Corey was like, I'm going to whip your kid. Scott, I'll whip your kid. He always speaks very softly. And um, Scott was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to fucking whip my kid? It's fucking like, you know, and like Scott's like super passionate, which is great to see. Like Scott's really turned a corner. I love to see it. You love to see it. Um, And, uh, you know, but like, yeah, let's. Like, nobody should whip kids, but, like, we should whip Courtney at some point. Like, literally, Courtney, like, whip – if you want to whip somebody, Corey, whip Courtney. Like, like literally whip her into, like, some kind of shape where she does something because it's, like – it is still so frustrating to just watch her just stare off into space. And But I will say this. This is the first episode. Okay. 
Okay, this brings us to another segment we're going to be doing on a weekly basis. It is called Douchebag of the Week. Now, what is Douchebag of the Week? Douchebag of the Week, my clearest example, I mean, you know, it could be me some weeks, uh, but my clearest example of this is one Mr. Tristan fucking Thompson. Now, if you guys know me from Realizing Stuff, you know how much we hated Tristan. Tristan is a fucking devil. And if Tristan, I'm like, I'm going to lose my shit right now as I talk about this. I'm so sorry for the cursing, but... Fuck you, Tristan Thompson. Fuck you. The first episode of this season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, are you kidding me? First off, Kris Jenner guilts Chloe into inviting him to their daughter's birthday party, and then he shows up like a fucking douchebag that he is, and he goes up to Kanye, and he gives Kanye a hard time, which, by the way, Kanye does not need any kind of hard time. He's barely getting through life, you know, and, and says that, like, I hated how I hated how you painted me last year, and you used your song Runaways, uh, you know, to the douchebags, to the assholes. You used that underneath, like, clips of me, and, like, you really painted me in a bad light. No, you motherfucker. You painted yourself in a bad light. You are the devil. And the fact that Chris, like, I, you know how much I love Chris. Like, Chris, I love you. Like, Chris is a hot mama. Like, that, that's a hot mama. And she's so powerful. And we've not seen even, like, an inkling of what she does behind the scenes. She never lets that get out. But she has a weird thing with the men in her daughter's lives. And, like, you know what? When you fucking cheat with a family friend and cheat with, like, 30 other people and it winds up on TMZ on, like, a weekly basis, you don't deserve to get invited to your daughter's first birthday. If you want to, you can throw your own first birthday party for your daughter. You can do that. But there's no need to have you at the first. Like, And then to come and not have your tail behind your legs? What kind of disgusting... Like, I... I I'd hope something happens to his knees. I, I mean, like, really. Like, he is a disgusting human being. And the fact, and this is like, by the way, I'm like, I'm a douchebag too, you know? Like, I totally am. But like, the way that he tries to then make people feel bad for him. And it's like, dude, you chose to do that situation. And none of these, it wasn't like he was in love with Jordan Woods. It wasn't like he was in love with these girl, these Instagram models. It wasn't, no, he was in love with like getting his like things happening to his dick. Like that's what he's in love with. And by the way, dude, if you love that so much, go do it. You don't know not like he's trying to win Chloe back right now. Fuck you. That should be a law as well. Kim and her like relationship with Donald Trump, that should be a law that, they should never be able to get back together. And the fact that, and you know it's going to happen, guys. Like, he's leaving Instagram comments. He should still be blocked from, he should be blocked from Instagram as a whole. Like, he shouldn't be allowed to be on Instagram. And I know that's like, it's probably a little extreme. Like, everybody should be allowed to be on Instagram. But I think you should lose privileges. Like, if you cheat on an with an Instagram model, you shouldn't be allowed to be on Instagram for like six months. There should be just basic laws put in place I, I, you know what? I'm, I agree with myself. That's a good thought, Ryan. But anyways, we're going to do douchebag of the week. So each week we're going to pick out a guy, uh, maybe even a girl. Like it could go either way, I guess, but it's mainly guys. And we're going to, we're going to complain about them. There's so many, there's so many douchebags out there. So that is another segment. And then one of my favorite segments that we're going to do, if I haven't talked about him to this point, I think I've mentioned him earlier. Earlier, we are going to um, Jax Taylor, Mr. Jax Taylor, from a little show that means everything to me, Vanderpump Rules. Um, what do you say about Jax Taylor? What do you say about Jax Taylor? 
What isn't there? I mean, what a Shakespearean character in terms of reality show. His whole existence to me is so bad, it's good. But we are going to focus each week on the week in Jax's tweets. Now, if you listen to Sexy Unique Podcast, uh, or if you're on the Sexy Unique Podcast Facebook message board, I post a lot of his tweets there because it just, he makes me laugh so much. Like, so much. Like, if you go to his Twitter, it is like a minefield of him trying to get product placement. Like, it's like, hey, Twizzlers, love you. Like, he always, like, ats the brands. So I imagine, like, him and Britney's house is just, like, just stockpiled of, like, free shit. Like, Starbursts and Skittles and, like, self-tanner and Botox. Like, so, like, he just shouts out every brand. Like, I counted once. Like, one week, he hit, like, 180 brands. So we're going to go to the Week in Jax's tweets because either you have that, you have hockey and sports, which I don't really care enough about. In fact, reality shows are my sports. I know I'm supposed to be like I'm a straight male, a white male straight, and you know that's not a great thing to be. I'm not proud of that. But um, a lot of my um, straight male friends love sports. I, I, I don't love them at all. I never loved them. I was always... Uh, a weirdo for not liking them. So these reality shows kind of are my sports. In fact, we we should do a um, we'll do a fantasy football um, housewives thing at some point. But um, Jax tweets about sports, product placement, or he just gets into fights with everybody. He has the most. He misspells everything. The guy really. I mean, it's. It's shocking how much he misspells things. He doesn't get words right. And he doesn't seem to care at all. Like, he just puts it out there. And he's also extremely opinionated. Like, you know, and it's... But, like, you just... I just don't buy any of Jax's persona. It is such a... It's like... I don't want to say he's a sociopath because that almost gives somebody, like, credit. Like, it's not like he's a Dexter where he's, like, plotting murder. Like, and if he does, he'd get caught immediately. He thinks he's smarter than everybody in the entire world. But it's like... He's not. And and I say this all with like a gentle lovingness of really enjoying watching him, except that I don't think I want to watch him and Brittany try to have a baby. I hope that's not a plot line. And in fact, I think, oh, this is embarrassing, you guys. I think I, I tweeted about this this past weekend. I went to my friend's uh, uh, 40th birthday party, and he's good friends with one of the producers, uh, Vanderpump Rules, and every time I'm around him at parties, I just make an idiot of myself, and I always end up saying one thing too many, where he, like, looks at me, and he's kind of like, are you alright, dude? Like, it's so embarrassing, and I never seem to, like, say the right thing, and this past weekend, I did the same thing again, like, I went up to him, and he was, like, in the middle of a conversation, and I, like, I had some liquid courage, I was like, what's up? You know, I was like, what's up, bro? And um, he's like, hey, dude, like, he remembers me now, and that's sad. And, and he, uh, I was like, Hey, when's that trailer coming out, bro? Because at this point last year, the Vanderpump rules new season trailer had arrived and it's not out yet. So I thought that would like be a good opener <laughs> when in reality, a good opener would have been like, Hey, how's your kids? How's your family? But I immediately go to where's the trailer. And, um, I guess it's a little dirt. I'd said this on Twitter, but it, the, the, um, the, the trailer is going to supposedly debut at BravoCon. So we will see you there at BravoCon. And, um, so that is where the trailer is going to debut, which, um, so it's going to be a little later, which Danny then said, oh, that means that the new season probably won't be until January, which sucks, but 
whatever. So anyways, I go up and I'm like, hey, what's that deal with the trailer, you know? And then he's like, BravoCon. I'm like, oh, man. And then the girl he was talking to was like, oh, yeah. Like, and it was like throw like throwing into the conversation and I was like oh my god and I I turned to the girl I'm like he must be having the most rough time ever because they have all these new characters and he's probably like it's probably just hell in editing isn't it and and I'm just like isn't it isn't it isn't it and I'm just being fucking peak annoying to this guy and I just realized what I was doing and I I walked away um I wasn't proud of it like you know those people that can like seem like they can get into any conversation and they can just be cool and chill and then like every like you're universally liked and then it's like oh yeah I like that dude like for some reason I'm like that with a lot of people but like not with him like I can't crack it and I can't seem to like calm myself down whenever I'm with him like I I told him last like I was at their wedding last year and I cornered him at the end of the night and told him how they needed to put DJ James Kennedy on more and that how um and that how it's really rude that nobody will film with him. And it's rude that Jax is so against him because Jax is a lying asshole. And like, I thought I was being super funny, but you could tell like he didn't think it was super funny. And then I was embarrassed. So I do this repeatedly and I just never seem to learn from it. But anyways, Jax Taylor, horrible tweeter. He, um, and the other thing he does is he gets blocked all the time. Like, well, no, he didn't No. He doesn't get blocked. He blocks everybody. This guy love. This guy is block happy. He loves to brag about it. Also, he loves to get in a fight with like fourteen year old girls. Like I've seen like fourteen year old girls like say something like, "You should treat Britney better," and he'll be like, "You're fucking ugly, little girl." Like who does that? You know, like a forty year old man, and he's calling little girls ugly, and like you're a fat. You know, like he's just he's just mean. And then he tries to hide behind Christianity, like purple cross emojis, all that stuff. It is insane. It is like it is mind numbing to go through like the ups and downs it's it's bipolar on twitter with him but <laughs> the thing is somehow i have still not managed to be blocked by him and i'm saying this to be kind of funny but i'm also saying this as a warning if anybody ever tries to get me blocked by jacks i will hunt you down that is not funny. Do not tell Jax about what I'm saying. Do not tell my mom about what I'm saying on here. I've still convinced her that this podcast costs money and she cannot get this for free. So do not tell any of my family about this podcast and do not tell Jax. If I wind up getting blocked by Jax, I know it's one of you guys. Because right now, I've got a really nice relationship on Twitter with Jax where he doesn't know I exist. But like, I'll like a lot of his tweets just to like... So he just... Be like that guy's cool, and then sometimes if <laughs> sometimes if he's in a fight with like somebody and he's like, "Shut up, stupid!" I'll jump in and I'll be like, "Yeah, stupid, mind your business," just so I can like give him that ba- that backing. Like I'm a I'm an ally to him, you know. But in reality, I'm not. So like every like, do you ever do that where you go on Twitter or anything really, and you kind of go and like. You just open Twitter up, and then you pu- I punch in Jax's name, and one of these days I'm just expecting to not see anything pop up, and like realize I've been blocked. And there's been so many times where I'm like, today's the day I know, and then it's always not the day. I'm always not blocked. Like I feel like, I mean, I feel like this is like the sixth sense. Like maybe I've been dead all along. Maybe I don't even have Twitter. You know, like maybe I don't. Like maybe I'm not blocked because I don't exist. Because there. I should be blocked by this point because there have been a couple people that have snitch tagged me and things. And like, it's just seemed to be on a good day where he's ignored it or something. 
Because at this point, I should be blocked. It makes zero sense to me. So with this podcast and with the artwork, which, by the way, our artwork, I'm so happy, happy, happy with our artwork. Um, It was done uh, by uh, a new friend who I love, who you guys should check out. Um, And I'll... uh, her name's Christina Haberkern, and she is amazing, amazing, amazing uh, artist. She actually has a company, Hello Harlot, uh, Harlot uh, at H-E-L-L-O-H-A-R-L-O-T. She does Real Housewives coloring books, which we I'm going to be promoting that all the time on here. Um, uh, reality show cards. I mean, she is so talented. So she did the artwork for this, and there is a little image of Jax, which we might have to take out if he catches wind of this because there's douchebag underneath his face we blocked out his eyes so maybe you aren't aware it's him but you should be able to tell it's him uh anyways so uh yeah i haven't been blocked that's the whole point and i think my lucky star is every day but it is a lot of pressure to because it's just like every day is like is today the day so we're going to be going over the week in jax's tweets um and i um i asked permission uh from miss laura marie shanehalls for that because I feel like that's her territory a little bit, but uh, she has given approval, so I'm very excited about that. Um, So, yeah, we have a bunch of segments, and we're going to have special guests, like I said, but we're also going to have guests like my mom. Um, uh, My mom has agreed to watch a reality show. We can have it be any reality show and give her – she doesn't watch reality shows. She – I think she watches like Downton Abbey and like the, um, that other, the crown. Um, she doesn't watch reality shows. My dad will probably do this as well. And I'm in intense negotiations, intense negotiations. I don't know if you guys, if you listen to realizing stuff in the past, my nephew Connor, who I love, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name on this. There have been issues with getting him on the podcast. So I'm in intense negotiations with his agent, which is my sister, and I said, I I wrote an email pleading uh, to have him on because I just wanted him on real briefly because he just has such great opinions about things and it's such a great way to look at the world and and uh, what a, an eleven year old boy is going throughout in the world and it's I got to tell you it's crazy like he'll tell me stories and he's such a, a sweet shy beautiful kid and you just hope that he can stay strong enough to like get through high school because it seems wacky out there. And think about being a kid and having to deal with social media. I mean, you know, having to get bullied by people like Jax. I mean, that's insane. So I'm in a negotiation to have him on. And my sister got my brother-in-law involved last night. Cause I wrote a, an email going like, Hey, could I just have a couple words from Connor? And, and, um, Chris got, added to the email and uh he was like i will call ryan directly to discuss this opportunity which already sounds like it's bad so i'm gonna find some way to get connor on if you guys know me i'll find a way um i realize this has already been 47 48 minutes in and i still have um i still have so much to get to which i'm actually going to push to another episode because i literally had like the state of the union where i had written all of these ideas for reality shows i'm gonna leave you with one this is what I think they should do with Real Housewives franchise to get... Okay, you know they have the Marvel Cinematic Universe where the Marvel characters, they all kind of pop up into each other's movies and everybody's like, oh, that's the uh, you know, the, you know that's the Hulk with Thor. Cool. I hope I just didn't lose all of you guys right there. But um, I think they need to do that with the Real Housewives Cinematic Universe. I think they need to treat it kind of like sports where... 
there are guest appearances all the time. Like they need to guest on each other's franchise. Like so, Ramona needs to go to Dallas, Real Housewives of Dallas, because I think it will increase viewership ratings, and it'll get people. Because Real Housewives of Dallas, guys, I just started it this year. It's great. It's excellent. But the ratings are poor as hell. As, same thing for Potomac. These are two great reality show franchises in the Housewives franchise, and they're getting horrible ratings. And we need to all watch these. We need to support these because we need this this universe to continue to thrive. We need to be able to uh, watch these things for years to come, and not just the the OGs of New York, OC, um, uh, Beverly Hills. Which, by the way, guys, Beverly Hills was unwatchable this season. I don't know if you're with me on that, but I found it unwatchable. Whereas New York was an art form this season. New York was like a theater. I mean, it, you know, what they did with New York this season, what those ladies are, are just amazing. And they can make barely like not tons of things happen on New York, like dramatic wise, but just the interaction between those ladies is, I mean, I dare a sitcom to be a single cam sitcom to be that good. Like you guys like the office. Well, watch the real housewives of New York. I mean, each one of them are just talking over each other, which I, I said this on another podcast, but the, what I, what I want to do is I want to be able to also pay for, um, different audio. Like if, like you, you could just pay to watch an episode just with Ramona speaking, like they would have her lines like amped up on the sound, or you could pay for like, I want to hear Countess Luann. Like you could pay for separate audio tracks. Does that make sense? But anyways, I think they do need to, um, they need to trade like a draft, like a NFL draft, where they trade players from team to team. I'm told they do this. I don't like sports, like I said. But they need to do that with housewives. Like sometimes they just gonna need to go like, Ramona, you're going to Dallas for the whole season. And then we have to deal with that. We have to do a housewives swap, you guys. Like fucking, like wouldn't you kill to see Luann and OC? Like Countess Luann and the OC breaking in, like maybe doing her cabaret at The Quiet Woman. Um, uh, I mean, I would love... Uh, wouldn't you love to see Vicky in New York? Like that energy, that frantic energy up against uh, Ramona's frantic energy. I'm obsessed with Ramona, you guys. Um, but um, they need to do this. I mean, why wouldn't they do this? Why wouldn't they? What? You, okay, Nene on Beverly Hills. Nene's the new housewife on Beverly Hills for a season. Like she's in and out, but she like comes in there, spices things up. Because also, real quick, those Real Housewives of Atlanta. They're doing the Lord's work. Those guys are so good, and they sometimes are underlooked because they bring it every week. Like, you know, Beverly Hills should be ashamed to be a Housewives franchise compared to Atlanta. Um, so anyways, guys, I have a lot of stuff. Like, I have, like, a whole segment on Kelly Clarkson about how amazing she is. I'm, I have fan fiction. I have so many things that I have not been able to get to, but we cannot have this uh, last all day, even though I would love that. But I'm so excited I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be back. Um, I hope you guys will listen. I hope you guys will share this with your friends. We're going to have some great guests on. So, you know, even if you don't like just me solo, you're going to have a lot of uh, me talking to other people. We're going to be doing a lot of weird, funny experiences that I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I will be giving you um, uh, all the email and all the Twitter and all the Instagram stuff uh, at the end of this episode. Maybe I'll put it on at the beginning as well. But hopefully you guys will follow me on there, um, email me with suggestions, anything. This is collaborative. Um, I want to try to build this up as much as possible. And like I said, if this is only five of you guys listening, 
let's have a blast, us five together, um, and let's try to build this thing and have a blast with it. I appreciate every one of you guys that have reached out to me in the last couple of months, uh, checked in where I'm at. Um, it is it has not gone unnoticed. Un, uh, it has not gone unnoticed, and it has made me feel so so good. And um, and uh, mentally, that was such a, a nice thing from everybody that did that. So hopefully I can um, I can give back to you guys uh, by doing this. So what I'm going to leave you with and leave you it's not quickly it's like this is like a 30 minute segment. But I was an extra and I think I explained this in this next bit. But I was an extra on a uh, Vanderpump Rules episode uh, like God now I did this about a year and a half ago and uh, you know they just have people eating in the background. Well they actually pay not pay you they give you a free meal to do that. But I was able to do that with my friend Caitlin, uh, who runs, uh, who's one of the people that runs the account at Ramona Facts. Um, her and Laura Rasmussen and this other girl Shauna, uh, great Instagram account at Ramona Facts. If you guys don't already follow it, it's hysterical. It um, it's basically an homage to Ramona Singer, the one, the only. Um, so uh, this is I, I I did this thing for emotionally broken psychos way back in the day. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that uh, that podcast, uh, but I did a night at Sir when I did this the first time. I, I've been an extra in Sir scenes a couple times, and I just like kind of left voicemails the entire night to emotionally broken psychos. So I did this a year and a half ago. I left a bunch of voicemails, and I was going to edit them together for Sexy Unique podcast. But it just never came about. So I found all of these voicemails on my phone a couple of weeks ago when I was like putting together all the outlines for the episodes. And I was like, oh, this is a mess because it's not even the entire night. At some point, I just I get too tipsy doing it and it just falls off. So then uh, my friend Caitlin will be on uh, with me uh, and we talk about the remainder of that night because some adventures were had. So. Guys, this has been the first episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, please, if you can, rate and review me on iTunes. Try to be nice. I know it's um, tempting to sometimes be mean, um, but I love you guys. Let's um, let's find what So Bad It's Good is together. So uh, I should have like some kind of sign off. Well, anyways, until then, bye. <laughs> Hey, what's up, uh, subheads? It's uh, Ryan Bailey. I'm going to be an extra uh, on Vanderpump Rules for like Sir Dinner Scenes tonight. So let's see if I can keep you posted and take you on this dark, dark journey I'm about to go on. So I guess uh, we get the email said we get one entree and one appetizer for free. No drinks. You have to pay for your own drinks. Um, so I'm here early to just get a pre-drink, pre-game a little bit. Um, just to calm down all the excitement and nerves I have. But I'm going to walk past Tom Tom for the first time and just um, see it with my own eyes. You know, it's like you hear about this magical place for so long. And, um, okay, so I'm passing Pump right now. And now I'm passing Motherload. Great bar. Um, okay, now we're at... Uh, Bottega Louis, it's going to be opening soon. Okay, okay, I see it. I see the industrial kind of design. Looks like Z Gallery a little bit. Oh my God, you guys, there it is. Oh my God, it's definitely a bar. Um, huge Tom Tom sign. Oh my God, 
the doors kind of cracked open. There's a chain, but uh, wow, yeah, it. Uh, there's some people in there. I'm just uh, okay. I'll see you guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see you in a sec. Okay, now I'm in um, pump, and I'm getting a uh, pump teeny for their happy hour. Uh, it's not that exciting. Hey guys, uh, just quick update. I just had a, um, a pump teeny. Uh, it's very sugary. A lot of sugar on the rim. It's not going to be good for my hangover tomorrow. Um, on round two, I'm doing a pump and glory. A lot of uh, put way too much black pepper in it. I can already tell. I've got like an hour left before I have to be there, so it's probably not super professional if I show up just hammered. But um, let's see how this goes. So, um, okay, great update, great update. Hey, guys, quick update. I'm on my second Pump of Glory. I think they're playing Grimes here. I think so. I'm not sure. Grimes. Okay. A quick update. The um, waitress at one of the waiters, waitresses, however you say it, um, at uh, Pump is the girl that James denied he slept with and he denied that technology didn't work right and that you could make text messages appear out of the blue and that computers were not reliable. That girl is here. I'm forgetting her name right now, but she's here. I'm looking at her. It's pretty dead here right now. But there's a lot of um, girls that are here just because of the show. You can tell that. And they're getting really tipsy. Hey guys, um, I'm in the bathroom at Pump. Um, a little tipsy. I have to head over there now for my 6.45 call time. I'm doing quotation mark fingers. Um, yeah, what, what scares me is that they're probably going to just seat me and then I just sit still for three hours until like Sheena comes up to me and offers me like Blackberry Cobbler or something. Um, but anyways, I'm very lucky. This is very exciting. Uh, just as a fun fact, I just realized I left my Amex and pump when I left. Damn it. So I have to go back. So I'm doing the the walk between pump and sir right now. And it's just, it's such a historical walk because you just wonder how many times Jack's walked the same path. Wondering if he had gotten somebody pregnant or so on and so forth. I mean, it's just a very, you're just stepping in the foot, the footsteps of legends. I think I might be too tempted. Ah, damn it. I think I might be too tipsy to sit still. Damn it. Okay, guys, so I'm sitting down now with my friend Caitlin, and we just got sat down, and Ariana came over and said hi to us, and that was amazing. So we're like the king of the extras right now, and we haven't ordered any food, but we're knee-deep knee in drinks. Um, You're knee-deep in Yeah, I'm knee-deep. You're good. We were I'm at a bar in. earlier. Wait, hold on. Hey, guys, our waiter just came for waitress. This is what we get to choose from. Chicken, shrimp, steamed dumplings, mm, fried goat cheese balls. That's the signature dish. Golden and red beet salad, blue cheese, tricolor salad. And for the main course, wild mushroom skinless chicken breast, penne, scalani, scalia, sicilian, basil, fresh tomatoes. It's all about the pasta. Delicious natural salmon, lime, uh, no, oh, grilled skirt steak. That's fancy. I wonder what the ounce thing is on that. Anyways, okay, so that's what we got. We'll keep you posted. Okay, here's the deal. I stuck in the bathroom in between shots. There's so much to catch you guys up on.
but not really. They shut us down. They gave us a prefix menu. We don't have the full glory of the menu. There is a pasta dish on there, so don't even fucking come with me. Come at me with it's all about the pasta. I'm not ordering pasta. Okay, but anyways, we already got a Sheena shot where she comes in fully crimped hair, like a beautiful unicorn, and she is like asking people, like, what do you guys want? Like, she is a pro, you guys. She is ready to fucking be on camera. And she's like, it's just, it's just funny. It's like De Niro. She's just coming in like, yeah, I can do this totally. Anyway, so we have that. We don't, that's all we have so far. Ariana's here. She came over. She said, what's up? Whatever. We saw Lala here, very dark hair. I congratulated her on the success of, um, okay, guys, I don't know where I left off with this, but it has been insane. Brittany came over. She was as sweet as can be. I talked to her about Mima. Mima's Mama. Sorry. I like Mima. Mama is coming out soon. But, uh, anyways, she came over. She asked for our meal. She was sweeter than punch. Jax is here. He's running it out. This thing is crazy. What's that? Jax is pacing, you know, like you would when you're. Never mind. Anyways, um, oh, Guillermo is wearing such a big hat right now. You know those hats that they have at uh, Goren Brothers? But it's like, it's a very wide brim hat. It's almost too wide. It's almost so wide that you're like, this could create a style or he could get fired. It's like one of those things. Anyways, everybody's so nice. Everybody's so beautiful. We're hoping to get a picture with Shisha. Sheena, Lala is here. We haven't congratulated her on her weekend movie, The Row. Uh, she's very brunette right now. Um, okay, I'll tell you later. Okay, guys. Yes, hey, I'm so good. you're good. Okay, so so you've just heard a bunch of like messages that got more rambling and rambling and kind of, uh, I think drunker. Yeah, no, they got drunker, and then I. I, my phone died and I just stopped leaving messages. So, uh, the person I was with that night is my really good friend, Caitlin Donnelly, who's on the phone with me. Hello, Caitlin. Hi, Ryan. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, everybody just heard these horrific messages and, mm. uh, I, I don't think they were surprised. <laughs> what, um, okay. So what is your recollection? Because by the way, I think the night ended the same for both of us in terms of, uh, drunkenness. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Complete uh, memory failure, if you will. <laughs> but up until then, it was like it was very exciting for a lot of. Oh it, right? yes. So, I think we were a little too excited, and you know we needed something to calm our nerves, so we reached for the Vanderpump Rosé. And well, that, wait, that, that's what they sell know? there. It turns out that place is uh, a restaurant that sells sells alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But a lot okay, of it. so the crazy thing <laughs> is though, so what they did, like they okay, so they allowed us to be extras for this dinner scene and they gave us a little mm-hmm. sir menu and we could pick what we wanted to eat for dinner and they gave us like three options, right? Or something. And that's the best way to do it, I guess. Yeah, for the takes away the menu. Takes away <laughs> the decision making entirely. But they gave yes. us like one appetizer, one meal, but then they said mm-hmm. we had to pay for our own drinks. Yeah, and that probably would have been um, more expensive than if we would have ordered off the menu 
regardless. So. Well, I mean, but it, you know what? You know what sucks about that though is like I almost feel like they do these extra scenes just so the restaurant can make money because otherwise it might be to show that people are actually eating there. Well, yeah, and, it's, and, the, and the, they actually make us pay for the drinks, which is like the most expensive part of the meal there at Sir. Exactly. You're going so, there to get loose for the night before you hit the circuit. So that's the way. Yeah. And what do you wait? What do you consider the circuit? So the circuit is, um, it's the, the classic West Hollywood bar route, um, especially for Bravo lovers. You do sir, you do yeah. pump, you do Tom, Tom now. And is then that, you end the, the night. Order? Well, yes, that's, well, it depends on you know, how you want to start the night, but you always end it. Yeah. Which was definitely the case for us. Yeah. So, so, so. We we got into Sir and we got seated and uh, mm-hmm. we found out that Brittany was going to be our waitress, right? Yes, yes. We were in a section with Britt and Sheener, so we were very Sheena. lucky. <laughs> she she was there. And no one no one she, really talked about Sheena was that like she is a star. Like she remember when she was like they, like they had so guys it i hate to burst everybody's bubble but even the extra stuff is fake like they'd be like sheena can yeah. you do that again can you go up to that uh, table and take their order again she's like i sure can and she was like it's not real <laughs> yeah, well remember that she was like fl- like she was supposed to flirt with the guy and i think that actually made a little piece of the episode last season Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. And we she looked both her and Sheena or, but Sheena and Brittany were just beautiful. I have to say it. They were beautiful in person. I was awestruck by that. So, and then we so even had a say. little that's like big of you to say yeah. women supporting women. Well, that's amazing. I'm <laughs> women supporting <laughs> women. Um, and then we also saw Ariana before we started filming. Well, and that's and, what scared me. Cause I know Ariana a little bit and she texted me. Yes. Remember she texted me and she was like, are you at sir? And I got, mm-hmm. I got really embarrassed <laughs> because like, you know what? It's like, it's like fun to play. Like it's like, we're playing like dress up and we get to be on our favorite show. But then like, I kind of know Ariana. Yes. So the fact that like she saw me, it kind of like, like it makes you crash down back to earth and you just feel embarrassed for being there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A little bit, a little so I was, bit. So I wrote I her mean, and she's like, are you there? I was like, yeah, but you can't make fun of me. Please don't. And I was like, please, <laughs> please don't tell anybody. I like the show, please. Not that she, give, not that she gives a it's shit. It's not really a secret at this point, right? Yeah, <laughs> Come on now. Like, I, I really like, I picked the one weird drunken night. I will get the, it's all happening tattoo on oh, my, I, like, I, I've been so close so many times. I think it's only a matter of time. I think you should just do it. I mean, if you, it if would you, be if you iconic. met a guy with, would it, would it be iconic to like 10 people and the rest would be like really sad. <laughs> It might not make sense in like ten years, but who knows? <laughs> By the way, the show, the show immediately gets pulled off the air next year. And I just have this, it's all happening tattoo, like grandpa, oh, you know, on your arm. Yeah. Um, okay, so so Ariana, uh, I think, like comes says hi or something, and then Brittany is like, "What's up, y'all? How you doing?" Mm-hmm. Like, she's so nice. She's so nice. So nice, so beautiful, and we did notice, well, I remember I noticed that, you know, she had just been engaged, and um, engaged. But, but she wasn't wearing that ring when we saw her, and I was like, so ooh, this then, is juicy. They were, they were having problems with the ring wearing, because mm-hmm. Jax won't wear his ring now, and he's married. See? We we knew, we saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... but, but 
But it, what was the deal? Like they were just like it was like coming up towards the so, end of the season, right? Yeah. So they hadn't. I don't think they had like. The end of the engagement. Um, they weren't going to use this for footage um, afterwards. They were going to use this for footage before that had already happened, I guess. So yeah. it was a little out of order filming, a little behind the scenes secret there. Which, by the way, they used our footage in like they used our footage in like four different episodes. So just in different yes. angles, you'll see us and like not that anybody would pause this show, but like you've seen us in like four different episodes eating the same food. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. The, I knew they had gotten to the end of our reel when we had become side sitters because we had had, you know, probably at least a bottle and a half each at that point. Yeah. So we decided to sit at the same side of the table on the end of the night. Well, you know what was funny? It was it was just like because like it 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 was like so fun and glamorous that it does make you drink more and we were like and then i realized like we were getting like shitty we were like we got to the point where we were like Brittany, you tell jacks to get his ass out here you tell him that and like she was like he'll do whatever but I she say, did y'all. it yeah she's like she's like he'll do whatever i say y'all and then we got like really loose like we were like is mama in town she's like she is in town because like the engagement party was coming up that's and, right oh this was also probably like maybe less than a week before Tom Tom was scheduled to open. So we, we didn't really know like the opening date of Tom Tom. We thought maybe we'd get to go. But we so didn't. it's like, like, Not it's like the, how I imagine it is like right before Studio 54 opened, you know, in the 70s. And it was like the mm-hmm. anticipate, you could feel the anticipation. Exactly. It was insane. Like it was so much excitement. We just kept drinking. And the thing was, so, so we were like, hey, Jack, or hey, Brittany, go tell Jack to take pictures of us. And he's like, he'll do whatever I say, y'all. And then she went mm-hmm. and got him. And then I was like, oh, shit, Jax is here. And he was like, what's up? You want to take some pictures? Let's go. I think you were also afraid that he might recognize you from Twitter. Um. <laughs> By the way, if he did, like, that, I mean, that there was, the, okay. So I wouldn't put I, it past him. Okay, this is what I think. Like, okay, if you, and I'm sorry, I don't, uh, this is not a political show, but if you were to get the opportunity <laughs> to take a picture with Donald Trump, would you? No, I don't think I would. Okay. I don't think I would either, but no. on the same hand, I make fun of Jax just about as much as I make fun of Donald Trump. And like, and I was like leaping Both over tables. Are I was like, I, to I was our like, country. Yeah, but I, but I mean, both are both are big on Twitter. Both are, yep. you know, um, trolls. Both have women above them, uh, but but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was, like, hopping to get a photo with Jax, and it was so bad. Like, so the four of us got a photo, right? And yeah. then, and then, drunk old me was like, could I, could I get one, just me and you? Could I get a one-on-one? <laughs> I get a one-on-one? By the way, for all he knows, you're my girlfriend, and I literally kicked you out of the shot and was like, can me and you get one? Which is like, yep. what, how, how do I even, I don't even remember what I said, like, because I know I wouldn't have just said, I just want one for my my hope chest or something like what did I, I mean, want? Like, we just giggled about it, but it did happen and, <laughs> and was it like, was oh. fine. <laughs> but and he even goes, he goes, tell you a little secret, uh, lean this way. It'll be a better photo. <laughs> he would know. Right. <laughs> yeah. By the way. And so it was like, he did his two shots and then he was like back to, uh, back to hiding in the back room. And like, oh, yeah. we were just, we were on fire. Like we were just, I was so, I felt like I just, 
I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever felt as good since, you know? Yeah. I was elated, just so excited. And, you know, by the time it was time for us to go, you know, we kind of forgot the detail that we did have to pay for our Vanderpump Rosé. Yeah. Oh, so there, okay. So this is the thing. So like, so yeah, we had to pay for the drinks and here's the, we knew that at the beginning, but yes. like you're drinking so much and then you're kind of like, Hey, I've done this. I've done this show a favor. Like I'm in this show. I've done them a favor. Like the least they could do is buy me 30 drinks, the least they could do. And so like, we 30. just decided, we just decided, well, cause they were like, we, we thought they were done with us. I think they even said they're like, Oh, we're done with your shot. So we're like, cool. And then we just, I, I think that it would, and to be honest, I, it was me. I was like, let's go. Okay. I think. You I can think. take the fall for yeah, I think, So I was like, <laughs> let's go. And then, so then we decide we're like, let's go to the Abbey, which is like the number one gay bar in West Hollywood. And like, you love the Abbey. Or the like, world. You, the you, world. You love let's the, be honest. You love the Abbey. Like I've been to the <laughs> Abbey with Caitlin do. a lot of times with this group of girls that I love. And I'm not a gay man, and uh, I know everybody's like, what? <laughs> Me either. But like, no, but, like, you you especially love the Abbey. I just love the vibe. <laughs> you love just, the vibe. It's just always, it's a good time every it's, time. But, so we walk out, we decide to go to the Abbey, and, like, we're, like, stumbling, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, um, was it Christina Kelly that got us? Oh yeah, I believe it was either her or um, was it? Is it Natasha? It was somebody that I've seen on the show before. Yeah, like, yeah. Be, is that Natalia? If, Natalie? If it would, wouldn't it be funny if it was Ken and we just decided to like we can beat him in a race, <laughs> so we just like run? Uh, you're like, Get, I'll knock your spark out. I'll knock your spark clean out. Um, I do know that Lala and Miss Billy Lee were also there this night. Well, they all were there kind of running around. Wouldn't it be crazy if they all came out and tried to like chase us down? (laughs) But she was like, she, she that would be like a dream. She's like, she's like, you guys didn't pay your bill. And like, I immediately, like, by the way, like the minute I heard, I felt terrible immediately. I know I was, cause I was just like, Oh, and I was like, and I think I immediately went to the, oh, we're so drunk. We're so drunk. Like, we're so drunk. And I, I mean, that I think was I, not a lie, so. No, I think I threw my credit card at her. I was like, here. And, <laughs> uh, and by the way, dude, I will, the thing I do remember, it was a $150 bill. Like, I was like, yeah. but like, there's nobody there going like, hey, they did, they did us a solid. Maybe we should like knock off a couple of these drinks off the bill. Like, like that's how they're making their money is fucking charging extras. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're it's overcharging on that on that garbage pail food. But well, I mean, the food was free for us. <laughs> so, so then you know, we pay the, we we pay the, mm-hmm. the tab, and then we go to the Abbey, yeah. and this is where because like I just had such an exciting time, and mm-hmm. right then my phone completely died. And what I what I remember is this was the time where I had a phone cord with me and I kept asking the Abbey bartenders if they would plug my phone in back there. And I finally found one to plug. Our, I mean, and we were just like talking and drinking still. 
right? Yep. Oh, yeah. See, this is where it gets a little hazy for me. But when we, because I remember every single minute at Sir, like I feel like that is, you know, I was visually like I was recording everything. Yeah, like you remember um, in your my wedding, brain. But after you remember, that, you I have was a like, kid. Oh. <laughs> well, what? Okay, so. What I remember... But you're charging your phone. I'm charging my phone. I remember having, like, a deep talk, but I don't remember what we were deep talking about, but I remember... Like like confiding in you with about something. I don't. I just remember having a very serious talk, and then always a good time to do that. And by the way, guys, this is a Tuesday. I think this is like a Tuesday night. This is yeah, not even for, like, it is definitely. Yeah, it was a week. Like we both have like jobs, shockingly, and like mm-hmm. we and so I do remember. But- what? Once in a lifetime experience. Oh, you yeah, have to just like, go for it when you're in this situation. This is something you'll tell your kids about. I mean, you'll have to explain to your kids what the show <laughs> is, but then you'll tell them. Um, so the thing that confused me was that the next day, it mm-hmm. turns out like because I wake up and I go, "Whoa!" Like you know what's so funny? I, I literally had this thought of like, "Oh fuck!" Did that picture with Jacks turn out? Not realizing, I think I had already posted it the night before, but like I almost went back to like when it was just film and cameras. I was like, oh, I hope my film didn't get exposed. And then you time travel. Yeah. Then I, I then I realized. Well, the bad part. Okay, this is where it gets sad. It was that I guess I woke up in the middle of the night and decided to violently get ill in my bathroom sink. In my bathroom sink. In my bathroom sink. Like, I mean, there were, like, that should be, like, by the way, that actually would have been a better season than last season. But I think you were extremely hungover, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was dead the next day. So I knew it was successful. (laughs) So I guess my, my, my theory, though, is, I don't think we're over drinkers. I think we were both roofied at Sir that night. And our no. lawsuit will become not that girl shit herself in Sir. Yeah. We got roofied in Sir. <laughs> and I know fucking Jax did it. Um, oh my gosh. Heavy accusations, but I agree with you. But you know what's it's so funny? It's because I had like I and this is this is like actually so much of my life is that there was a great sense of shame the next day. But also, mm-hmm. like, very, like, still excited and, like, happy for myself. Oh, oh yeah. Still a, a very elated sense. It was similar to after going to uh, Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, because we, we went to Watch What Happens Live <laughs> the first time you came to L.A., and it was an amazing yeah. experience. And you guys got, like, shouted out from the stage by Andy. Because, yeah. by the way, you guys don't know this. I, 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 maybe I said it earlier in the show, but uh, you're one of the people that run the at Ramona Facts account on Instagram, which yes. if you guys don't follow that already, you should because it's just it's hysterical. Um, it's at Ramona Facts. <laughs> but you and my other great friend, Laura um, Rasmussen, uh, runs it, and your other friend, Shauna, who lives yes. in D.C., I believe. How did you guys... How did you guys even start that? It's been going for years now, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had it now for a few years, and um, we just love Ramona. She's a true psycho and just uh, a, just a fun lady to follow. And um, we decided one day we we were all watching Real Housewives of New York, and I we started Google imaging just pictures of <laughs> Ramona, and we're like, let's just start an Instagram account. So, uh, so we did, and then it just kind of 
became a little thing and we've gotten little things here and there and little shout outs and um, Laura was like, on and, with Amy Phillips and on reality yeah. check on series and 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 but yes. uh, Andy Andy Cohen is a fan where Andy yes. Cohen will DM <laughs> with you guys and then when he was on stage he shouted you guys out and like it yeah. was <laughs> I mean, that was like, that was shocking to me. It was, I was like, it was just an amazing experience. It was, yeah, it was a little mind blowing um, to have Andy Cohen (laughs) say our, our Instagram name, but you know, it's, uh, that's that's the world we live in. It's like, it's it's an honor and a priv. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny, you guys don't over post either. Like you guys are really sparing with your posts. I've noticed. Yes. And you know, we all have actual jobs as well. So, uh, it's, (laughs) you know, some, we try to post a little more during the busy season, you know, during, um, when Roni's airing, but, um, we still, there's always news about Ramona coming out. So we try to stay on that. How often does (laughs) Ramona interact with you guys or the account? Does she even realize she doesn't run um, the account? Does she realize? Does she think that's an official Ramona account? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but she does. She has a like. I don't know if she does know that it's not her. Um, <laughs> I. She does like our posts every once in a while when we post a really good pic of her, or um, she's commented once or twice. But yeah, so does she doesn't comment? interact like, a looking lot. Good? Looking good. Just, looking good. Looking good. Like. Thanks. You know, it's nothing like a lot, but you know, she's given a little like heart emoji and you know, it, it always like when she does it or when Andy does it, it always feels good. Support and then we the have brand. some like ex housewives that follow too, which is always fun. Um, um, you know, cause they're still trying to stay relevant. <laughs> if they're all, I mean, for the rest of their lives, that, that will be a struggle. Um, so mm-hmm. what you, you are like, I mean, you're a huge reality show fan. Like what, what are your favorite oh, yeah. reality shows to watch? What are you, what's like, a, what's must see on your list that you hit? Oh gosh. I mean, housewives, 100%, sure. obviously I watch all of them. Um, Vanderpump rules, obviously. Um, I've just gotten into below deck med. Oh, Absolutely so obsessed. Aisha, obsessed. Aisha. I love it. Did you watch last <laughs> night when they, when he asked, mm-hmm. uh, asked her to be, I think they're adorable. I can never understand a single thing they're saying. But I love but Aisha it. Aisha and Jack are just uh, too cute. I'm obsessed She's with them. She's so pure. She Aisha's so yeah. pure. I don't <laughs> like. I, I'm not a fan of Hannah. I'm not a fan of the chief stew or the head stew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can. I. I. There's something about her that I do kind of like. Like I feel like she's a little kind of. I like that bitchy persona sometimes, but, um, she I gave like me a, she gave me a dirty her. look after the Ramona show, the, uh, not the, Ramo- the, uh, the Countess Lou show at the, the Wiltern. Um, Oh, we went to, we went I didn't even Abbey. know she was there. Yeah. We went to the Abbey afterwards and Ron and Ben from Crappens introduced us and me and my other friend, Hannah, not Hannah from below deck, but other Hannah, Hannah from below decks thought we were talking too loud and shot us a dirty look. And we do talk too loud. Oh. It's like, it's at the fucking Abbey. It's like, chill out, Hannah. Yeah. There's no other way. Wow. I didn't, I wasn't even watching the show then. So I didn't even know who she was, but I wow. just started watching. Um, it's such a breath of fresh air. That show. Mm-hmm. Like and once you're used I to really like all the housewives, mm-hmm. um, what do you, do, do, have you seen captain Sandy's girlfriend? Oh yeah, she's a fox. She's, she's, she's beautiful, gorgeous. But <laughs> yeah. Would you? And I know you're not. I, was, I know you're you're with a guy, but like, would would you consider Captain Sandy <laughs> if you were like on I the mean, female version? 
Yeah, in like maybe 15 years. Yeah. So like I think me and Sandy could be together. Oh, but it was like <laughs> Sandy has to wait 15 years. It's going to be but like Sandy has Titanic. to wait a little like, bit. She's like, it's been so long. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. I just saw, okay, quick side note on Titanic. Kiki Palmer um, just <laughs> gave a man. great interview with Steve Harvey about her theory behind Titanic that Jack could have fit on the, oh, on wait, the wait, wait, you know. Wait. Okay. <laughs> this is something, This by the way, this is an old argument, but this is like, I remember, I mean, what is that movie? 20 year, twenty plus years old. I remember yeah. mm-hmm. being, because first off, I'm an idiot. I literally, I remember when Titanic was coming out. I thought it was going to be the biggest bomb because I was like, everybody knows how it <laughs> fucking ends already. Like, duh. And, then I didn't, like, and I thought it was beautiful and I was crying. But I will say, like, oh, yeah. if you're in a relationship that you love somebody that much, wouldn't you at least try to get him on the piano lid? Exactly. That's like, what she was saying. Say, you like, could have taken turns or like oh, my swap God. out. Like, I'm like, yeah, that, like she just watched him die. Oh, like, and by the way, and then we get to see pictures of her with like riding horses and awards mm-hmm. and having kids, having a full life. And this fucking poor kid that won a ticket on the Titanic, he fucking is like treated like a poor bastard and just like die. You're just like, like, like it just, it really, he, like, if that was real life, Leah would not have died. But she must have gone through Too life fine. thinking she was the shit. Like she must, like that character must have gone through life thinking like, oh, people die for me. Like and like she must have had so much attitude. I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. her. Like it's so. But it's like, <laughs> like we do things for people we love, and it's not just like guys for girls or girls for guys. It should be a two way street. Yeah, that's. I mean, she literally watched him die in front of her face. I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, I was really shocked. Cool. I was shocked. Like, I wish <laughs> they didn't leave us see. I bet she was kind of that person. Like once he died, she was like, "Oh, it's freezing up here." Oh, like I bet she was still like, "It's so cold." Oh my god! Of oh. course. Yeah. She blew that whistle though. She got uh, out. <laughs> I fucking hate Kate Winslet. Uh, no, anyways. Um, okay, so that's pretty much it. But I, you're going to be probably a recurring guest on the show. I'm sure. And Laura <gasps> on here. So. Um, yes. but anyways, I wanted to just do this really quick in the first episode because I, I found these messages and I thought about the crazy night we had and, oh, yes. um, wonderful yeah, time <laughs> to me, but to me, those experiences really sum up, you know, kind of why I love, I mean, I love the hoopla around reality oh, shows yes. and I love that we get to actually be in a town where we get to like partake in silly ways around totally. the shows. You know? Yep, so blessed. Like, I feel like we should. We, we should like all plan a trip to like Charleston or something. You do you watch Southern Charm? Oh yes. Okay, like we should do that. Oh <laughs> yes. Or one of us should fucking get rich enough to like rent out one of those below deck med yachts. Like, wouldn't that oh, be Oh my gosh, please! That would be a dream. Oh gosh. <laughs> but you know, Charleston's you know the next best thing. I guess. Could you imagine like somebody waking up with Whitney like like and feeling the oh shame my God. of that? Like that's that's somebody I wouldn't have mind. Like I wouldn't share a piano lid with in the ocean. <laughs> Definitely not. He can drown. Bye. Yeah. Sorry. What do you? Anyways, what, where where can we find you? Where where are you online? Do you want to give out any information? Is there anything? Is there, sure. is there is there a work number you can give us that we can bug you at? <laughs> yes, call me at my place of work. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, just go to at Ramona Facts. Feel free to send us, you know, DMs. Jump in our DMs. Creepy. Follow us. 
And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much okay. it. My my other Instagram, I don't post that much, but we're a little Just, more active over with Ramona. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. So happy for you. I'm so excited for the pod. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, follow us on Twitter at So Bad It's Good Three. Follow us on Insta at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, and email us at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Please rate and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. It really does help. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Batches.